Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Wednesday, September 11th. And on this day, 18 years ago, you'll never forget where you were and how it felt to watch America be attacked on our own soil. And then how it was when we all came together as a, as a country to fight back. So never forget how you felt, where you were, and try to remember that feeling of coming together with your fellow citizens in these days of extreme polarization, I was with you assholes. So yes, we were uh, we were close to the Pentagon, so we were trying. We got to get, a car, drove to the city. Yeah, we were thinking about trying to get closer to. to, to Don't know it. why. Yeah, well, I mean, we were, we were young and dumb. Yeah. It was sad day. Sad day. Get in there and clog up shit even worse. Right, right. Just just being just being. Stupid, Where were you, I Wes? Guess. I was asleep, hungover in uh, the University of Kentucky. My roommate woke me up. And uh, my, I think if my mom called him, like, like, do you know what's happening in the world? I was like, no, I have no fucking idea. You just woke me up. Well, now then you. But did. then, yeah, then went over to a friend's house, smoked a bunch of weed, just watched the news for you know thirty eight hours, forty eight hours straight. Pretty much, crazy. Just dealt in your own way. Yep, yeah, that's, that's, right. how it, that's how it went. But yeah, never forget, never forget September eleventh and the victims. So let's get the energy up. Yeah, okay. let's go on to the stories of today. Our top ones. Wes is going to tell us about John Bolton. Resigning or getting which resigned or fired? He got fired in the nicest way. Trump knows how to fire someone. Oh, all right. yeah. I liked how uh, the CNN headlines. So probably not that nice. Yesterday, <laughs> where it, it's it started with read Bolton's resignation letter, and then below that it says Bolton fired by Trump. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. get into it. A little, little bit of a mix up there. Uh, Pat's going to tell us about the North Carolina special elections. The last and longest election of the midterms, y'all. Finally in the books. Wow. Like a whole year later. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, and then I'll take us through a news buffet of other headlines. Take it away, Wes. All right. In classic Donald fashion, Trump announced via Twitter that he asked National Security Advisor John Bolton to resign, which is, as I said, the nicest way that Trump fires someone. So basically he fired him by asking for his resignation. There's no way he doesn't still say, you're fired. Like he might, he might say, "Hey, can, can you can you can you resign?" Yeah, under I'll his, say you fired under his breath. He surely he does. He might say like, he, or, or he'll say like, "Resign or you're fired." Yeah, mm-hmm. like the or. He, so he got the "you're fired" out. Right, right. Yeah, right. That's yeah. Fine. yeah. So Trump said that he and many others in his administration, who he have, he's not named, um, have strongly disagreed with many of Bolton's suggestions, and they simply could not stand to look at his mustache any longer. <laughs> it was becoming kind of a thing that he just couldn't stand anymore, like similar to eating his peas one at a time or going, whoa, buddy, that was a good one after every sneeze. So, uh, so this firing, like many of uh, Trump's firings, was abrupt and kind of out of nowhere in the eyes of many. Just an hour before the firing, the White House press office said that Bolton was to appear 
leader at a press briefing, along with Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin, Munchin, whatever you want to say. No, you said it correctly the first time. Thank you. And when reporters <laughs> asked Pompeo if he was surprised by the firing, he responded, I'm never surprised. So way to keep him on their toes, Donnie. Um, that was kind of a uh, it's kind of a kind of challenge to scare Pompeo, right? Like now you, you better be like hiding in a closet trying to surprise the shit out of that guy. After yeah. him saying that he's never surprised. I mean, he's he's probably next. Yeah, the only thing that shocked Pompeo was that disgusting mustache coming through the door. Yeah. You think Trump was just like getting real worked up every time that mustache? It became came a into thing. It became a thing. Once he, you notice a thing on someone, it's hard yeah. to not notice it. Look yeah. at that fucking broom handle on his on his lip. Especially oh for a God. nice clean shaven guy like Trump. Just <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. no body hair. Opposite on of what he thinks is correct. Driving him nuts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no um, body hair. Yeah. So what else? What's also hilarious about the scenario is besides Bolton's cartoonish looks, is that he uh, took to Twitter to expose Trump, saying, "quote I offered to resign last night," and President Trump said, "Let's talk about it tomorrow." Right. So I thought it was not amicable because of that. Well, so it's like, yeah, yeah I mean, sleep on it. Now I'm going to fire in the morning. Um, I'm going to read you. The, I'm going to go ahead and read you the whole resignation letter written by Bolton because it's you know really short. Better be short. I hereby resign effective <laughs> immediately as assistant to the president for national security affairs. Thank you for having afforded me this opportunity to serve our country. That was it. So, um, you know, I keep I keep kind of thinking like, I, yeah, you guys know I'm a Colt McCoy, but I would love to leave or get fired from a really prestigious, high pressure position because, you know, you're going to have a sick, better paying job. You mean you're a Colt McCoy. I'm a total Colt McCoy. You want to be a backup? I just yeah, I, I, just, I don't I don't want to work. You know what I'm saying? I want to be part of the team for a little bit, but uh, but I don't want to actually I don't want the pressure on my shoulders. Yeah, I mean, he'll get a bunch of money like like consulting he'll become and, a lobbyist yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It was short because he was pissed, though. Because he was like, okay, when you get okay, being asked to resign is like somebody telling you it's not, it's not you, it's me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? It's like, it's nice, but it's not nice. You see, they're still telling you to fuck off. Yeah. So Bolton was still pissed, right? Um, and then he just joins the list of other people that that you know Trump has fired that way. So it's he's you not think a, they were like a gathering or a convention? There's there, a lot. There of could them. be. Yeah, they could throw a hell you of could a party. Field a couple teams. Yeah. So so. Um, being a national security advisor for Trump oh, is pretty much people. a death sentence. Um, so this is the third national security advisor he's fired in, in his right. terms. Um, so if you have like the word security, defense, or intelligence in your job, it's a death sentence. He's fired a lot of these people with those words in their titles in his first term. Um, but you're never going to know as much as him. But what, why, do you th- why do you think an NSA advisor is, is so on the shopping block for Trump? Is it, is it because... Well, because he, he knows best. Well, yeah. well no, but like he knows like, best in every scenario. But like why specifically... Especially is when it, it comes to the military. It's because... He's he, got extensive yeah. experience. It's, he knows what he's doing. No, it's because there's a high level for disagreements in that position. Right, that's That's what it. it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, it's, I can see that. Yeah. Um, so... Um, uh, acting um, National Security Advisor Hogan Gidley said that there wasn't just nice one thing. name on that guy. Yeah, there wasn't just one thing that led to the the, um, the firing. Uh, quote, John Bolton's priorities and policies just don't line up with the president's, and any sitting president has the right to put someone in that position that can carry out his agenda. That became no longer tenable, so the president made a change. So, like I said, he just disagreed with the motherfucker a little too often, and he had to go. Um, reports coming from insiders say that Bolton and Trump got into a heated debate inside the Oval Office over Trump's decision to invite Taliban leaders to Camp David. And following that argument, Trump asked for Bolton's resignation. I have a theory here mm. now that you're saying that. So obviously we know that Trump watches the news religiously and is so thin skinned about anyone saying anything about him publicly. Yeah. Mm. Everyone was pissed off about him potentially inviting Taliban leaders to Camp David. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah, lots of people. And yes. especially through the media. So this is probably just a direct reaction to that. He was 
He was just well, his, his whipping boy. Right. And then add on top of that that Trump is a is a hotel magnate by nature. He does not like being told who he can host <laughs> and who he cannot host. That's true. I like how you say any, by nature. Any of his properties. Yeah, yeah, it's not nurture. It's nature. He was born He's that way. He's a hotel way. baron. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's who he is. He named uh, his son Baron. Yeah. It's, he it's, named his son Baron. Yeah. As a baron himself. Fuck. Yeah. Um, it's also believed that's, that Bolton's going to backfire um, with that little kid. Sorry. It's also believed that Bolton's aides were making it look like uh, Mike Pence had also voiced opposition over uh, Trump's Taliban invite, which really chapped Trump's ass because no. that's my bitch. You can't <laughs> have leave, my bitch. But nobody leave, tells Pence yeah, what to do. Leave but me. my bitch alone. Uh, <laughs> my bitch was out. Yeah. Rallying up the Christian base. <laughs> yeah. Just um, like I told him. Yeah. So long story short, Bolton just agreed with Trump. One too many times, he opposed them in North Korea, Afghanistan, um, how a man should present himself in public, with Bolton choosing to host a large white patch of hair above his lips, and Trump simply <laughs> could not get behind it any longer. Um, Trump says he will announce the next person to eventually be fired next week, so we will keep you posted. Going to the internet. <laughs> okay. No, what? Not for real. You What's know it? what he's saying. No, he, that was a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. He's going to announce the next He's going to announce the next replacement next right. week. That was Wes doing yeah. what he does. Ah. Right. Humor. That's right. Yeah. Let me just take a little sip of whiskey. Sorry How's your that. tooth, man? Soothe that like, tooth hole. I feel like a, a Civil War soldier just <laughs> soothing my tooth with whiskey your tooth on the hole. battleground. That tooth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, going to the internet, Arlen Landy um, said, appoint Romney, get him out of the Senate and fire him. And then uh, Chaser EK said to that, 4D chess. So he liked that move. He liked <laughs> he that move. That. Not a, checkers. Get rid of Romney yeah. by putting him as a... Mm-hmm. So you could fire him later? Yeah, it's interesting. And then uh, Maki Kuba says, the best news of the day, firing that warmonger. I fully support the wise decision of our president, America first. To that, Dick Luckert, with some suspicion, said, are you a citizen? I guess his name kind of threw him off there a little bit. Are you Maki? Are you Maki, Cuba? (laughs) I don't know. So that's that. We'll we'll keep posted on, uh, you know. Defending the wall on Facebook. I I do want to point out, Maki, that you ended your comment with America first, and this guy got fired because he didn't want the Taliban to come to Camp Camp David. (laughs) Just putting that out there. All right, guys, <laughs> uh, let's take it over to the North Kakalaki special election. So North mm. Carolina had a special election race yesterday for both the third and ninth congressional districts. Take your shirt off. Wave yeah. it around your head Pete like a Pop, motherfucker. <laughs> and true to every other special election uh, where the reason behind it is because someone touched someone inappropriately or someone died or some other weird shit happened. Mm. These two are no different. Mm. The special election in the ninth district uh, for the House seat that currently sits open is because of fraud in the 2018 midterm elections back in November. And boy, does the government move quickly. I mean, I've gone from fat to less fat to fat again. Uh, The whole time, this seat's just been sitting unoccupied. And ten and a half months later, they got around to having a special election. All because somebody like uh, funded his campaign illegally, right? Yeah, we'll get into that. So uh, the third district uh, was for an open seat left by 76-year-old Walter B. Jones, who's responsible for Freedom Fries, and also died back in February. WBJ. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Republican Greg Murphy. His name's WB Jones. Yeah, man. Walter (laughs) B. Old school name. Walter B. Uh, Greg Murphy was declared the winner last night uh, as the, you know, he's taking the dead man's seat from Democrat. Alan Thomas, a seat that Murphy will most likely be uh, converting from orthopedic back to normal. Mm. Those three letters just sound good no matter which way you say them. W, B, and J. J, B, W. W, J, B. That's they, a good point. They just sound great anyway. Uh, 
Yeah, I think so. Nailed it. That's the third district, guys. Let's now take it to the, <laughs> the slightly or sexy, but still not sexy race in the ninth district. So a little background. North Carolina's ninth district was won handily by Trump in 2016 and has been Republican since 1963. Long time. And the fraud I referenced earlier that led to the special election had to do with Mark Harris, who is the Republican candidate, and he was paying for an illegal absentee ballot scam. Uh, and right. His, yeah. And his ballot stuffing fraud, as you can imagine, led to him beating the Democrat challenger, Dan McCready, albeit narrowly. Like barely. Yeah. So he barely. cheated and he barely won. So exactly. And he got kicked out. Which of is like the worst kind of cheating. Right. When, when, when you're trying to win and you're cheating and then you end up. You better kick their ass. I know. You really right? got it. It's got to be a it's landslide. It's like the Patriots when they killed the Colts. Yeah, the whole true. goal of cheating is to win, though. Right. Yeah, like so. At least the Patriots crushed the Colts. Well, luckily, cheated. justice Allegedly. was served there. Uh, anyway, uh, McCready's coming back for round two against uh, Republican Dan Bishop or the race of the Dans. Uh, so, side hmm. note: um, do anything to win. Mark Harris chose not to participate in the redo election, uh, which he could have for some reason. That was a thing uh, <laughs> after getting caught cheating. For second can second chance country. Exactly, but yeah. uh, not because he got caught cheating, but because he had two strokes. Since uh, since the election, in addition to having memory issues, uh, going on to say the ninth district deserved to have, quote, someone at full strength during the new campaign. Yeah, so, somebody whose brain's not rotting inside their head. There you go. So that's good for him. Maybe he'll forget he cheated and lost uh, at the time of this taping. The election in the ninth district was too close to call. Uh, but by the time you're hearing this, a winner probably will be declared. So and if you followed our tip. It could be the Republican who is trading it much lower on predicted. It so. could be. But could back be. to the dance. So McCready, his motto is uh, country over party. This is the Dem. And he probably has the edge because, uh, well, he's been on the fucking campaign trail for 27 months straight. And he almost won the last election. That is a uh, solid advantage. But he was fighting until the last minute. So on Monday night, he sent out a mass email through the DNC mailing list with the subject, quote, Trump just attacked me on stage. And I couldn't wait to open this email because I thought maybe Trump Trump had gone back to like his WWE roots and had body slammed or maybe even DDT'd McCready at his Fayetteville rally. Should have. But when I opened the email, I was disappointed to find out that McCready meant he was attacked boring ass verbally and he wasn't even there. So it was kind of fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah. McCready's a former Marine and probably would have won handily against Trump in a wrestling match. But then again, lifting 300 pounds over your head is really hard. Trump's got size. Yeah. The other Dan or as he refers to himself as the right Dan, Dan Bishop is currently a North Carolina state senator in the 39th district and perhaps best known for co-sponsoring the North Carolina bathroom bill. Yeah, mm -hmm. Bishop has the support of Trump uh, during his campaign with Trump personally contributing the maximum $2,000 contribution. Get your identity out of my bathroom. Exactly. What does it say on your birth certificate? <laughs> hey, that's what, that's what Bishop wants to know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because it's like, with truthfully, like there, it is like mm. a whole scheme where like you would become transgender just to touch little kids, right? Like you would totally. There that's are people the, out there that would do that, yes. <laughs> that is what the bill no is fighting. Would can do that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. They might not cut their penis up. They might dress like a like a chick. To get yeah, but that's gonna be that's fucking, that's temporary. Yeah, you can identify though. No one's. Do you going have to their... identify if you just if you you have to get your penis cut off to identify. No, nope. you can identify with a wig. Okay, right. 
you got your birth certificate on you? We got a bathroom bill debate. <laughs> Let's get over it. On. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not sure Dan's going to be able to win this one. The the right Dan, that is, as he calls himself, because I saw this weird ass campaign ad that features him awkwardly addressing the camera in front of a sea of inflatable clowns oh. <laughs> that are donning the photoshopped heads of high profile Democrats yeah. like AOC and Bernie as they sway back the, and the forth. The close up him. of AOC is so great in that. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the spot, uh, Bishop Street body bags the majority of Congress by saying it's time to let the air out of these clowns. Ooh, burn, yeah. Bishop style. Taking it to the internet, guys. <laughs> All the comments fucking sucked and were overtly partisan, so my burner account, Jason Davies, made a comment that I could read. Jason Davies says, it's a Dan and Dan race, just like we expected. <laughs> That's mm. <laughs> nice. Mm -hmm. Dan to Dan. Neck and neck, head and head. <laughs> Dan and Dan. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Wasn't you that the, like an Olympic thing back Dan in the day? Dan and Dave. Dan and Dave. You better believe oh, I wished okay. it was Dan and Dan. No. I, I was going to make Damn. my whole story a fucking metaphor. But one of the, I was it Dave <laughs> or Dan? They didn't even make the Olympics. One of them didn't even make the fucking Olympics. Reebok did a whole campaign. Yeah. Of Wasn't them. that one of the ones that got AIDS too? No, man. They were triathlons, like, right? Triathletes? Well, we'll, hey. uh, can someone do some research on this? Let's, let's we'll move see. on. Pat, hey, spend the next five minutes looking it up. Hey, before okay. we go to the news buffet, uh, we need to talk about uh, you uh, and getting getting your life insurance, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So because you got that abscess tooth. Yeah, as, I mean, as I'm sure all of you know, I almost <laughs> died due to an infected tooth last week. Yeah. Thank God that tooth is gone. But the fear is not. And truth be told, I barely survived. And let me tell you, nothing will make you think about your family like almost dying from a fucking tooth. Uh, that tooth was actually a message from above and likely my years of atrocious dental hygiene right. that told me it's time to get serious about life insurance. And did you know that September is National Life Insurance Awareness Month? I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Most people aren't aware of that. That's just a made like up you, fucking month. Yeah. Um, in fact, most people aren't aware they need life insurance at all. That's why 40 percent of Americans don't have it right now. Prices are the lowest they've been in 20 years. And Policy Genius has made it easier than ever to get covered. Mm. So, um, yeah, like I said, Policy Genius is the easiest way to shop for life insurance online in minutes you can compare quotes from top insurers to find your best price i know that's what i'm going to do later after my tooth heals wait wait uh, no bullshit you don't have health you don't have life insurance right now i do have life insurance oh, okay cool. yes yes of course i do thankfully I, but I you're going to compare rates on policy genius i have a i have a child i have i have life insurance He's um, not so, a complete psycho yeah so once you apply <laughs> um the policy genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape and policy genius doesn't make life and policy genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. They can also help you find the right home insurance, auto insurance, and disability insurance. Um, if you need life insurance, but you just haven't gotten around to it, National Life Insurance Awareness Month is a good time as any to get started. So go to PolicyGenius.com. Really. Yeah, best time. Get quotes and apply in minutes. You can do the whole thing on your phone right now. Policy Genius, the easy way to compare and buy life insurance. As soon as I get a car, house, or a life, I'm going to check them out. There you go. But, <laughs> get that life insurance by, quick. by the way, guys. You guys don't need it. Let's be honest. Dan and Dave, <laughs> Dan and Dave were decathletes. Ah, oh, yeah, 1992 okay. Summer age, Olympics. Right? No, man. Oh. All right, it was in the 90s, wasn't it? In 92, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure one of them did. Okay, as you are, let's take it to the news buffet. Daily news. That baby juicy taste. Oh, yeah. As you already know, well, we've got another live stream coming tomorrow night for the next round of uh, Democratic presidential debates in Houston. So not only are we going to be able to put bets on who gets the biggest bump or slide on predictit.org, the stock market, stock market of politics, but we're going to get some nice mention markets as this well. This I'm fucking stoked on. Right. So stuff like, uh, will more than one candidate say Sharpie after oh, that's Sharpie? A, that's a lot. Here's, 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 or, what, here's what I love about this, just real quick. Yeah. I, I don't, 
I didn't choose this job covering politics for Barstool Sports, but I do it. Yeah. And I love gambling. And I got to tell you, gambling on a fucking uh, debate it is, is fun. It's electric to me. It is very fun. So, all these close quick, too. So you put the money down, you get it back right away. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very good. So the, so the mention markets and that's more fun. Like to me, I agree with you, Pat. The mention market's a little bit more fun than like who gets the biggest bump, who gets the biggest. Well, slide. sports got better when when you could gamble on it. Right. Right. These are like props. Exactly. Right? Yeah. They're these props. Are, yes. These are like props, uh, yes. props for the debate. So like one would be like who, who it will Sharpie be said by more than one person or how many times will the word racism or racist be said or will Beto O'Rourke drop an F-bomb? Oh, I'm going I'm going hot in on that one. No way. He drops. an F-bomb. I mean, that's going to be a high payout because it's low odds. We but, should uh, we I, I want predicted to throw socialism in there i want to know because socialism is gonna be the buzzword of this socialism like, word count yeah, yeah. yeah Buttigieg is big on that one he's gonna say it like 50 times himself um so anyways if any of the listeners out there have any suggestions for mention markets or possibilities outcomes please dm us let us know we have this power if right. we get a good one we'll make it real we'll work yeah. with predict it we'll get it in it's a nice power to have yeah, yeah. and i ooh. and uh i feel like marianne williamson being out of it kind of like because I'd like to makes it not a good debate. Not makes well, it less attractive it to takes, watch. It, ta- it, I, it takes a little bit of shine off it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, because she's just like the crazy lady from the left that was. Just, and I don't mean like her party. I just mean like out of left field. That's going to come in with some weird ass takes. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can uh, like like wish the hurricane away. Right. Or like positive you know, think it away. We've been inviting the stranger into our homes. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Anyways, maybe we can bet on Andrew Yang's attire. Who knows? But uh, if any of you listening have any good, good ideas, like I said, DM us on Twitter or Instagram. We'll work with the predicted those put in. And don't forget, go to predictit.org slash promo slash hard factor 20 to get 20 bucks matched on your first deposit at Predictit. So up yang, to 20. Will, will Yang crowd surf into the debate? <laughs> <laughs> or will so. Beto wish that he got invited to crowd surf into the debate? Yeah. Oh, and he, he's so jealous of Yang right now. So jealous. He's so jealous of Yang. Tried to get Yang's vibe yeah. the whole time. Yeah. This is what he wants. He never could get yeah. it. Yeah. Yang, it's, it's, it, it's so funny to see Beto because we were first introduced to him in Texas. So, like, compared to Ted Cruz, he's the coolest guy in the room. You, oh, t- yeah. you, you take it to a larger field of candidates. Right. Yeah. Yang, Something happened. Yang makes him look like a big nerd. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Next up. Uh, Trump wants to wipe California's ass for them uh, and help them crack down on their homeless population. Famously, San Francisco has to hire people to clean homeless turds off their city streets. And L.A. has a homeless camp that's so entrenched, it's called Skid Row and has been around for multiple decades. Uh, Naturally, many, such as President Trump, see this as an issue. Uh, uh, not great to walk down the street on a nice city stroll and see three guys shooting up and gang banging a chick on a corner behind some crinkled up tarp. Hold on. Um, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> these guys are not. <laughs> these guys are. They're not getting laid. Will there's no gang bang happening? Dude, there throat. is homeless gang bangs. I'm telling you, <laughs> some light imagine blue how crinkled <laughs> tarp. Imagine shadows like silver on one side, <laughs> yeah. blue on the other. Imagine so what a crinkly. homeless gang bang smells <laughs> like. It's so stinky, man. And like, yeah, it happens. Ooh. Anyways, it's a big problem. And basically, Trump blames all of this on local liberal policies, because 50% of the U.S. homeless live in California. Mm-hmm. And he wants to kick the homeless out of the good areas, put them into refurbished public housing or new affordable housing. And I say, you know, to me, they do have a huge homeless problem in California. They do need to do something about it. Yeah, I agree. But, but, but blaming it on liberal policies 
They live in California right. because it's the nicest weather on the fucking right. planet. It's not, it's not a, it's a little unfair. It's a mecca it's for a homeless little, people. I, I will also unfair. say this. Of those two cities you mentioned, San Francisco and Los Angeles, as, as mm-hmm. a uh, recreational drug user, they're fantastic cities. San Francisco, the only place <laughs> ever in my life that someone walked up to me and I was like, oh, this guy's going to try to bum something from me. And then he was like, hey, man, you want to do these drugs with me? Yeah. Never yeah. happened to me ever anywhere else in, in the world. And then L.A., look... If your first guy or your second guy and your third guy won't pick up the phone, you know you can the get homeless, to Skid Row. The homeless and are find so paid, they have good drugs in yeah, California. True. I mean, really, they just want them to stop shitting on the sidewalks. It's really the shitting on the sidewalks. Yeah, it's, it's the terrible. shitting on the sidewalks. It's the shitting on the sidewalks. It's terrible. Okay, next up, Secret Service. They had to arrest a man named Chris Grant, who flew up from El Paso with his family uh, to D.C. to be honored by President Trump as a quote-unquote hero of the mass shooting at the El Paso Walmart. Grant says he acted heroically by throwing uh, soda bottles at the shooter and shielding off other victims. Thing is, El Paso PD says not only did he definitely not do that inside the (laughs) store that day, but also he's got a shitload of warrants. Uh, So pretty hilariously, he got I mean, kind of hilarious. He got he got shot in in the in the mass shooting, uh, but he parlayed that non-fatal injury Mm -hmm. into a press joyride that saw him get praised by President Trump. Governor Greg Abbott and Chris Fredo Cuomo of CNN. He's a yep. big thinker. He thought he could get all those things expunged yeah, by I mean, President yeah, Trump. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Kind of smart, yeah. right? He yeah. took a shoot. I, I think the lady yeah. doth protest too much in that he he really should have called it at his press tour and not accepted the invitation to the White House, right? Too, Where he knew he had a like he knows he's got fucking warrants. He should have known Secret Service is going to be involved, and 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 they were. He flew close they, to too close to the sun, exactly. Like Dallas, they, they called. They checked with El Paso PD and El Paso PD was like, yeah, this guy's a scammer. Um, <laughs> All right, and uh, the Chinese have discovered the first verified repeating FRB or fast radio burst using the gigantic. Oh God, Will, is this alien ship? Yes, it is. They're using their gigantic fast satellite. It's a 500 meter wide satellite that they built on top of the mountains a few years ago. And remember, these are the things that scientists uh, they tried to pass them off as space volcanoes yeah. because they don't know why they happen or how intense they go off. And they say that oh, you'll never know because it's a space volcano. Well, also, guess what? Just a cool thing. Cool. We phrase. got a repeater. Guess what? Yep. On the same day, they canceled Area 51, Storm Area 51, canceled it because it was going to be a menace to society or whatever. Now we've got a repeating FRB. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Why, how did you not address the larger story here that they canceled Storm Area 51? Well, I don't I don't know. I mean, like that. You think that's a bigger story? You can't cancel a revolution. You know, burying the lead there. I don't I, I wasn't all about Storm Area 51. I know you weren't. I was. I was going to fly to I'm Reno. More about this kind of evidence of shit that's pounding us from outer space. Yeah, take that, Elon. Yeah, aliens I, do exist. Right, Elon now definite alien. Right. Yes. Because like he's th- he's throwing us off the tracks. I mean, if anyone was. Yeah. All right. And finally, him and Rihanna. <laughs> Why Rihanna? Oh, she's just too good looking. She's weird, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good looking and weird. You okay. think she would have let Chris Brown beat her up if she was an alien? Though, no way. Chris yeah. Brown be dead. It's true. Maybe he's one too. How does he still have a career? I know what you were saying. I don't know. And finally, uh, the New England Patriots wide receiver, new New England Patriots wide receiver Antonio Brown, has been accused of two rape incidents by the same woman in federal court. 
Uh, probably doesn't affect the Pats' odds to repeat, but it does feel good to put a little damper on that smug parade that was going on after they got Antonio Brown. Yeah, the Pats don't even care because he's going to, no matter, you could be a uh, rapist murderer and the Pats system will work it out. Well, I mean, they had Aaron Hernandez. That's they true. They tried to get him to play as much as possible. That's true, yes. I mean, he would still be playing if they could have gotten him out of jail. He killed two people. Yeah, uh, and that's going to do it for Heart Factor today. Tune in tomorrow for another Democratic presidential debate extravaganza And where's our event on Thursday? Long. Axelrad Beer Garden on Thursday, 6 p.m. Central Time, is, I believe, when that, we're going to be ready to go. Yeah, 6.30 6, Central, 30, yeah. 7.30 Eastern is going to be when we're actually going to launch a stream. So make sure you tune in that for that. Tune in tomorrow morning to the episode to hear the debate preview. And most importantly, have a great fucking day. And buy a shirt. See you later, yeah! Oh yeah